Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today we bring you another special guest. Her name is Christina Passmore, and she's the founder and CEO of Christina Inc., which is actually an agency where they specialize on everything that has to do with content and social media marketing. So I think it, it would, I wouldn't find a better person than you, Christina, actually to discuss today's um, topic, which is going to be social media strategy, because I, I totally agree that and we are actually discussing this before going uh, live, that a lot of people do social media, but they don't actually have a strategy. And it would be interesting to hear your tips on how you can actually implement this to actually support your Amazon business, right? So let's get started. Yeah, welcome to the show, Christina. It's a pleasure. How are you doing? Great, good. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for having me. So, yeah. It's a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Uh, I think I've been following your work for quite a while now. I see what you do with social media. Uh, you also write some blogs for us. So, amazing work. And yeah, it's definitely a pleasure to have you here. And I, I think you definitely have a lot to share in, in the social media space. Now, um, before we jump into that, I usually like, like to start first with the you know, uh, get to know my my guests because usually, you know, my listeners want to understand how you go start in the Amazon space and how you then jump into the social media side of things. So give, give us a little bit about you. How how do you jump into the Amazon space and social media? Honestly? Sure. So I actually was a flight attendant for almost 14 years um, and I was flying in friendly skies and I decided to start an Amazon brand. So I got into a beauty a hair tool product Okay. And I did quite well. I was mentored closely by um, Sharon Even in the space. And she basically, you know, trained me and taught me how to build this brand out. And I did very well in a very short period of time. In less than eight okay. months, I think I did about six figures in revenue. I know that awesome. revenue isn't so important, but <laughs> yeah. you know, for someone with no experience, it was kind of a big deal. Yeah. And um, kind of what, there, what happened from there was I, I learned how to create Amazon listings and do keyword research as well as copywriting. I had always been a writer and I started really leveraging those things together to help other Amazon sellers scale their businesses. And in the midst of all of that, I actually ended up working with um, five or six viral TikTok influencers, and they would later demo my product for free across social media. Oh. So both of my businesses really exploded through the use of social media, including my content marketing business. In content marketing, I actually did $30,000 worth of revenue in the first three months oh, just congrats. from advertising on Instagram, Instagram alone. Yeah. So I know the power of social media marketing and content marketing, and I know what it can do for an e-commerce brand. And that's kind of what I'm here to help other Amazon sellers, Shopify sellers, Walmart sellers really expand their business with content and social media marketing. That's very nice. Yeah, I think, I mean, first of all, congrats on that. Uh, not a lot of people can say that. So congrats on, on reaching the milestone. <laughs> and, and, and I like the fact that um, if 
part of the formula in terms of the success was social media because it, that, that's it very interesting. I mean, nowadays, I mean, we know a lot of people when they go start in the Amazon space, it, they got lucky with PPC or they just had the right positioning, but hearing somebody actually know how to implement social media and it worked for you, it, it, you don't hear very often. And I think the reason for that is because it, just as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, a lot of people think that, you know, social media is just putting a picture there, just putting some hashtags, uh, just putting dozens of images. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, right? So yeah. I, I think I would like to start with that. I think, it, what is your thing in social media? And I think I would like to start with a more specific question. Why having a social media strategy is important all this? Yeah. Right. So the benefits, I think it's first a conversation about overall marketing in 2022. I think um, e-commerce brands really need to focus on the concept of storytelling marketing, storytelling marketing, um, because that's what audiences are looking for. They're craving connection. They're looking to feel some kind of way with the brand um, to connect with them. And social media is obviously an avenue to do that. So the reason that um, a social media marketing strategy really provides benefits is that it helps you really figure out who your audience is. Okay. You know, you perform all kinds of market research and audience research to target in on a specific, basically buyer avatar. And then you're really creating the best type of content for that um, ideal audience. Mm -hmm. And without a strategy, we see often what I call the slapstick approach to content. And that's just <laughs> what you described was just, yeah putting up a picture and you know a few years ago maybe that would have worked on instagram yeah. like the lambo and the yeah. nice outfit yeah, but like, sure. <laughs> today it's not really flying right like you really have to have purpose-driven content um, that compels people to want to come into that marketing funnel across your social channels and that's really what a strategy helps you do and i think there's a little bit of um I guess the difference, there's um, some e-commerce brands that come to me and say, yeah, but, you know, my account went viral and I found a yeah. lot of success with that on TikTok. And I'm like, great. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have a strategy to support it, your audience kind of is like hanging. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we really help build out a strategy so that from A to Z, the brand really can um, articulate who they are, captivate the right audience, and then create the best type of content, not only to bring people into the marketing funnel, but to nurture them because um, many of these social media platforms are really um, transitioning into nurturing platforms like Instagram. Mm -hmm. So those are really the benefits of a social media marketing strategy. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, um, especially on Amazon, I think nowadays having some kind of strategy outside of Amazon is so important. Um, it's going back to my point at the beginning. I think if you're not trying to do something to start building a brand, a presence, your audience, you know, the, the kind of lifestyle around your brand and creating that community is going to be tough in, 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 to scale it because, uh, I mean, you know, you see, I, I bet you see this on a daily basis. Those brands that just try to compete on PPC and nothing else, they, they're struggling. Uh, it's, they it's difficult, right? Yeah. Um, now, um, when it comes to social media, I know we hear a lot everybody's saying, yeah, you need to do things in social media. Um, but most people don't know how to get started, right? Mm -hmm. I think for sure having the strategy is important, but before having a strategy, you first need to understand how you even get started, right? Mm -hmm. So what are some of those initial tips you would say for a, a person that's selling on Amazon? What are those baby steps you should do to get that ball rolling in the social media space? Yeah? Right. So it, it actually does start with the strategy. And the reason it okay. starts with strategy is because Included in the strategy is market research. 
So we actually do quite a bit of market research. And, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about like, do market research or do other (laughs) research, but they don't support how to do that. And so market research is really taking a listen, um, you know, through your existing customer data, you know, reading things like product reviews, going to other um, forums and sites to read what your ideal audience is talking about, what their biggest pain points are, and then compiling that research, narrowing in on the specific avatar. Like um, here at Christina Inc., we actually build out buyer personas to an individual person. We name that person. We give them a very humanistic approach to ideal audiences because that's who we're talking to. So that is really the foundation of the strategy is market research and then audience research. Um, and that's kind of the starting point. And then from there, you can figure out what channels might be the best channels for your business. You know, not every brand is going to go hard on every single channel. Oh, yeah. um, it's really important to figure out, you know, where your audience is, what channels they're really into, and then, you know, streamline your content to those channels. So that's kind of the beginning stages. Okay, interesting. And and when you you are getting started in terms of designing your avatar and everything, um, you you also were mentioning that some platforms, you know, some brands are not gonna go hard with some platform at the beginning. And I and I think also that comes down to the avatar. I guess that when you are uh, studying the avatar of, of your customer base, you also take in considera- consideration where your customers are, right, in terms of the platform and everything, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's where the social listening really comes in handy because Mm -hmm. you're actually getting online um, and figuring out where your audience is spending Mm -hmm. time. You know, for example, I think um, Facebook is when we talk about Facebook, we largely undervalue the audience that's on Facebook. But there's a huge audience on Facebook for a very specific um, type of e-commerce brand and product. Mm -hmm. So you really have to listen and figure out where that audience is and then create content on those appropriate channels. Um, so, yeah, that's really important in terms of strategy and building out your content plan. Okay, very nice. So now let, let's start jumping into the type of content we put in our social media channels. So uh, I have seen some brands that they specialize just on doing video content, some do those images, some do the mix. So. I know at the beginning when a brand is getting social media, it's very difficult, you know, to find the right uh, quality in terms of uh, content because you're just getting started. You cannot be paying thousands of influencers to create the content and, mm-hmm. and, and get the ball rolling. So what is usually the, the easiest source of content when you're getting started that you think is more is the most cost effective way, you know, because realistically you can be, you know, creating high production value from day one, right? Right. So, so it depends on the channel, but video content is king. I think we all kind of know this. Most mm-hmm. platforms right now are streaming towards video content. If um, there is so many free tools that you can mm-hmm. create videos like for nothing, like there is yeah. a site called Pexels where you can download free mm-hmm. video content and then you can add your own captions and GIFs and kind of make it your own branded video. So there's lots of options to actually create high quality video content for pretty much next to free, really. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we really focus on building out a content strategy as part of your social media marketing strategy. And that always takes a pillar formation. Mm. So we're really um, focusing on three to five main pillars. And these are common. I'm sure people have heard of these before. Um, The three that really resonate the most are growth, inspire, and promote. And so with the growth pillar, we're looking at creating high value content. (laughs) 
I always kind of laugh about this because I hear this a lot on LinkedIn. Yeah, I know. Amazon community, like just create more value. Yeah. And then it's, it's like cricket so <laughs> saying what yeah. value is. But just to make it very simple, high value content in 2022 is not necessarily the how-to and the education. That's part of it. But mm -hmm. high value is really about the most resonating type of content. What is going to hit that unaware market the most or who is even aware is going to hit them at the right time to draw them down into your social media funnel. So that's really what high value really comes down to in this day and age. And so um, in addition to the growth pillar, we have the inspire pillar. And I think there's a misconception with this pillar as well, that people think it's just like a resonating quote or something that really resonates. And mm -hmm. that is more in the growth pillar. What right. Inspire is really about is inspiring people to engage. Because okay. if you don't have any engagement on your social channels, you're really not meeting any of your goals. So mm -hmm. we want to inspire the audience to engage in the content. And then the last um, pillar that we often create is a promote pillar. And this is basically, you know, promoting without sounding like you're promoting. Yeah. Promoting in a way that's very authentic Soft. and natural. Yeah, yeah, so that your audience just feels like, huh, maybe I need that product in my life, you know? Um, so that's kind of how we formulate content. It's not just like a pretty picture that you found. <laughs> it's a very comprehensive approach to creating the best type of content. But when you hit it, it's extremely effective. You can see yeah. a very big difference. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, I think that that's very interesting. And, and, and I like the fact that you mentioned the engagement side of things, right? So I see a lot that you know brands out there have a, a, a nice strategy at least from from my point of view but then when you see the engagement there's nothing like there's little likes little comments and things like that so what is some practical advice a brand owner can do to fix that because it's difficult like okay people don't like my content people don't comment my content uh, people is not clicking but how do i take that feedback and and you know, fix it because it's tricky mm -hmm. as an honor to understand what is going on. Yeah. Um, as part of a social media marketing strategy should always include an engagement strategy. Mm -hmm. And that requires effort from the e-commerce brand. Um, we don't just put out content no matter the strategy that we create and then leave it and walk away. We okay. have to engage with our audience. We have to nurture our audience, especially on certain platforms. We want to be seen as, um, you know, in, invested in the audience so that they feel a part of that community. So that is also its own strategy. So for engagement, I tell um, e-commerce brands that they have to dedicate time, a couple minutes every single day, and they have to engage with not only their existing audience members, but then they, once they know their target, they have to target new audience members. And so this is why hiring a social media marketing agency is really to your benefit because they, they this is what we do. You know, we don't leave our brands and tell them like, go oh, engage on your account. You know? yeah. um, that's just part yeah. of our offer to help brands really, um, you know, entice new people into the marketing funnel, but then also um, nurture the existing audience. But if, you, if you're not able to hire out a um, social media marketer, then you have to just really kind of make it part of your daily routine and yeah. reply to comments, make new comments, but be very strategic. Um, I always find it interesting how brands just start like kind of like flying out engagement, but they have no like thought about with whom they just want the number. Yeah, to I see. Yeah. yeah, but the vanity metrics really don't, they're not really that important. Like they matter, but we really want to target people who want to be a part of the community mm. who 
because they're more likely to purchase once they not just masses and that's it yeah exactly yeah so it does take a little bit of time and effort and dedication and um i i do recommend to clients that whatever they can do with the amount of content they're putting out and also engagement just be consistent if they can't meet once daily post or they can't meet once daily engagement and it's only a few times a week and like three to five posts a week fine but be consistent with that because your audience is expecting it and the minute you start ghosting for long periods of time your audience is starting to think like oh they're not reliable or they're not really building this community and they disappear so yeah. that's really important for not only engagement but your content as well yeah and, and now that you mentioned that i actually have a, um an interesting question which is regarding the amount of pieces you put out there so mm -hmm. we know that there's different numbers out there. People say, okay, once per day, three per day. There are m many different strategies, right? So I would like to ask you, based on your experience when working with multiple brands, what, what would you say is the bare minimum and of content that you're putting out there? Is one per day, two per day? What do you advise on that? So I really think that we need to shift from quantity to quality. And we really need to target these pillars and this content pillar approach so that we're hitting the audience in the right way. Um, because for, for my business and my clients personally, the number doesn't matter if it's not high quality. And if it's okay. not hitting the audience, it's just like putting out content. It just doesn't really oh, make sense. Yeah, yeah, so really focusing on the quality and focusing on these content pillars. And then, like I said, being consistent. So if it's only three posts a week, Okay, mm -hmm. but you're committing to three posts a week and you're maintaining that consistency because you want to show your audience that you're reliable, people can mm -hmm. count on you. Um, so that's really what's important. Okay. Um, obviously, I love content and I would always <laughs> try to get at least one post a day. Um, what we call growth mode on certain channels requires high volume content, three to five posts a day, which wow. many yeah. um, e-commerce brands at this level are not really, you know, they're not ready. Um, yeah. Or they don't have the budget to invest. So whatever you can maintain for consistency, one to three posts a week or day would be good. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And and now on the other spectrum of 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 the scale, I, I wanted to also ask you: Have you also seen if a brand is the opposite? They put too many things out, like five, ten pieces per day, all the place, doing lives, uh, everything possible. Yeah. Don't you feel that sometimes can create brand fatigue in in the audience as well? high promotional content is a no-no um if you're only going to promote your podcast if you're only going to promote this if you're only going to promote mm -hmm. that your audience is not paying attention you know you're going to find your engagement rate next to nothing you're going to find your follower mm -hmm. count start to drop off because you're not providing with them anything that they find useful or helpful yeah. or beneficial and mm -hmm. you're not building a community you're just promoting yourself so again, this is where quality trumps quantity. You know, mass spamming content is really not advantageous to your brand. It really isn't. Just focus on the content pillars and delivering quality, and then you'll see some quality results. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Now, let's jump into the results side of things. So we know at least you know in, in amazon you can you have something to relate to you have like acres hackers conversions right. sessions all of that but in social media it's difficult to really measure success especially if you're mixing that with amazon right mm. so how how would you say somebody that's getting is, is doing the jump from amazon to social media 
can, what are some of the basic KPIs or at least uh, yeah, things that they should consider to start understanding if that is working for them or not. Yeah. Right. So every channel actually offers pretty um, in-depth analytics. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we start an account or, um, you know, take over an account, that's the first thing we do is review the analytics. So there's some things that we call vanity metrics. So that it would mean things like comments, likes, um, you know, the following count that 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 to the eye, untrained eye might look good, but we're actually doing a deep dive into the analytics. So we want to look at things like reach reaches um, the number of people that the content was distrib distributed to. It doesn't necessarily mean that anyone stopped and watched the content. It just I means see. it was distributed. Mm -hmm. And then impressions is the number of people that watch the content, and it can include multiple impressions as well. And then there's even there's even further analytics beyond that. There is um, you know hashtag effectiveness. So how many impressions came from your hashtags? We know that there's a transition on many social um, channels right now where hashtags aren't really the driving force of your reach. Um, you yeah. should still be using them, but they're not necessarily the be all and end all. Yeah. Um, so there's a slew of account metrics in there, including website tabs. There's a whole bunch of things that as social media marketers, we're scouring over because the analytics tell us what's high performing from low performing. And the idea is, is that over time, we really want to create the best type of content to match the high performing content in your account. Um, so without those analytics, we don't have data to say what is effective or what isn't effective. And I think that that's a common misconception as well with most businesses and brands is that they put up content and then they don't see any kind of a reaction. So they think it's failing. That's not necessarily the case. Um, it, it really depends on what the post insights are, you know, how many yeah. people saw this content, if there was a high number of impressions and then very few vanity metrics like likes and comments, mm -hmm. maybe it means that we're missing something in the caption or maybe I the see. graphic just didn't hit in the right way. So mm -hmm. the analytics are kind of like, it's just like Amazon PPC, right? Mm -hmm. You don't make these decisions without understanding what yeah. is going on in the advertising world. And it's it's very much the same in um, social media marketing. The analytics really are um, the data to support what's working and then what isn't. And then we optimize. Um, I tell Amazon sellers, e-commerce businesses this frequently that just like their e-commerce listing is not a set it and forget it, you know, mm -hmm part of their digital shelf, neither is social media marketing. It requires optimization to really get the best results. That's very nice. Okay. Um, and now when it comes to this, um, this link that we're talking, which is basically doing the jump to social media, what are some of the strategies you have seen working the best, at least for us Amazon sellers? Uh, and what I mean with strategies, uh, like, do you do a lot like giveaways or promotions or things that drive traffic to Amazon? So what type of things have you seen that re reciprocate a result on Amazon as well in the long term, as least, at least from what you have seen? So this might shock some people, but ads, I would not invest heavy amounts of money into social media marketing ads right now, except for certain platforms, possibly TikTok. Okay. Um, but to put out a branded ad on Instagram or Facebook right now, I'm not 100% sure. It re really would depend on the product and how much of a story that brand has behind it. Yeah. Um, but in terms of um, like promoting and, and getting more traffic to the Amazon listing, it really comes down to the social media marketing strategy. And once that yeah. content begins effective, you give those people a place to go to. Now, 
here's the thing with um, the Amazon listing is that say you garner the community on social media marketing and they start clicking and get it, getting interested in your, um, you know, your link to Amazon. If your Amazon listing isn't optimized, you've now just driven all this traffic I and know, you have I know. a really bad conversion rate. Yeah. So that's why I think that the conversation really needs to, to begin with just the overall marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's never just one piece of a marketing pie. It's kind of like the whole pie together. So that's why also optimizing the Amazon listing, having really great images. Um, it's so unfortunate how many bad Amazon images I see. I know, I know. Really written the um, copy is um, because these things really do matter as a buyer who only has a couple seconds to scan through and you know find which product they like. They really make an impact. So um, optimizing the listing and having everything on brand so that when your audience moves from social media to Amazon is cohesive and it's just an instantaneous like reaction, like, yes, I need this product to fix my problem. Okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. And uh, when it comes to um, with the Amazon service, you have work and, and, and helping them design the social media strategy for them. It, what is the typical goal? Uh, we already talked about results, right? Like how to uh, track results, how to understand it's working out. But I, I bet some of them, right, don't focus on specific KPIs. They actually want to meet a goal. It can be brand awareness. It can be something more down the line. So how you usually define that for an Amazon seller? And what are some of the typical goals you hear Amazon seller reaching to you and say, I want to reach this with social media? Yeah. yeah, the first thing clients say to me is, what is the ROI you'll guarantee? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, that's not really the way social media marketing works. No. It's one piece of your marketing pie. So we're never going to guarantee ROI. Just like Christina Inc. will never guarantee a specific conversion with an Amazon optimization. You know, yeah. we're dealing with algorithms. There's so many things that go into the mix here. But what are good um, what are good KPIs to kind of like align yourself with is um, brand awareness for sure. Also, um, new followers to a certain extent. We don't want to get too hung up on vanity metrics, but on certain platforms like Instagram, it is a nurturing platform. So we want to see how many people we can draw into the top of the funnel, right? Um, so brand awareness, brand reach, um, website taps and clicks, those are all important KPIs that we really do want to see. Um, pretty much anything beyond like the vanity side of things, we, we cater towards the brand and the product. You know, like the, the goals might not be the same for every single account, you know, um, with Amazon sellers in particular, they can be similar because they're selling a product and they're building a brand. Um, but yeah, the goals can vary for sure. Account to account. Okay. Interesting. Um, and now let's talk about the, the growth phase of these social media accounts. So <laughs> I know a lot of people, uh, when they do the social media account, they want to do it fast, right? And not to do it mm -hmm. fast, what do they do? They hire influencers, they buy followers mm -hmm. or whatever, all these kind mm -hmm. of strategies. So what do you think about these strategies and do they actually work? Yeah. So if there's anything anyone takes away today, please <laughs> stop buying. Don't buy followers. Don't buy follow trains. Do not purchase engagement pods. Mm -hmm. Do not purchase anything inauthentic on any of your channels. You're killing your engagement rate. You have a fake audience who over time is just going to stop following. You know, they might that you might have paid for them in the beginning, but they might start dropping off at a later date. 
When I work with clients who have purchased, we have to make a decision as a business to see how bad the engagement is and over mm. what kind of period of time. Sometimes we actually recommend starting these accounts over. Yeah, it's faster. Um, <laughs> it really is. It's really unfortunate that people are so hung up on what that looks like. And I totally I get it. Like I've started my Instagram account. I've had many different Instagram handles as my business has changed. And right now, in total transparency, I have 192 followers. But my engagement rate and my reach are like through the roof. Like the percentages are in the green and insane. And it's because I'm building a community. So the fake stuff, I really hope, um, you know, brands will really mm. kind of realize that it's a detriment. Um, so in terms of growth, small but mighty and slow, but <laughs> slow and steady, you know, growth on certain channels like Instagram right now is incredibly challenging. We're hoping to see this shift as they kind of figure out their footing with video content, I know. They compete with TikTok's platform, but it's really tough. And so I'm totally transparent with clients. Like if you're thinking you're going to go viral, you know, on Instagram without an omni-channel approach, that might be very challenging. So let's slow the roll. Um, really focus on the strategy and really target the ideal audience as part of um, building that community. So it might be slow. Um, in other cases, we might hit the content rate out of the gate and we might garner, you know, some great um, engagement and some great following numbers. It really just depends. So I see. Yeah, and I totally agree. I think buying fake followers or accounts is it's a big no-no, and I see soft, especially Amazon brands that they want to hit the, the ground running. Yeah. Uh, they do it so many times. Now, um, I think something interesting, just to start concluding to this episode, is brand ambassadors, right? Right. And I think that goes mixed with some kind of Amazon, no, actually influencers. It's like mm -hmm. within that area. And I think actually, if you know how to do it correctly, it can be powerful because I have seen some brands that what they do is they use their brand ambassadors or the audience to create content, right? So they mm -hmm. use their the videos they do with the products, showcasing the product, reviews uh, with the product in hand. So what do you think about this strategy and if it actually helpful towards this growth uh, phase that we're talking about? Yeah. So of course, I, I obviously brand ambassadors are a huge part of growing, mm -hmm. um, you know, business, but on social media, the, the thing that I think is really important for sellers to consider is the relationship that that takes. Um, you really want to build an authentic relationship with the influencer. You want to make sure that they're delivering quality content, but you also want to make sure that you're nurturing that relationship. Because yeah. You want them to feel proud to be yeah. a part of your brand, right? And then it's kind of this natural flow that happens over time. So it's um, really important, obviously, and we strive for this, but it stems from the relationship. It's really important to focus on, you know, a positive relationship, bringing in the right type of influencers for your business. And then also I'll just say, if you can't afford to go down like the high influencer, um, you know, the, the macro influencers, you can look at doing micro influencing or nano influencing. I leverage nano influencing, which skyrocketed my business locally, okay. especially. Yeah. So look in your local market, um, reach out to people over social media. Do not spam message. No, anybody. No. <laughs> um, authentic messaging, authentic commenting, that kind of stuff is really important. But what I'm saying is, is that if you don't have the budget for influencing at all, or you're, you're finding it challenging, finding someone, you can look into UGC, which is um, booming right now, user generated content. It's just mm -hmm. self-made content. 
you can either purchase it or you can maybe look at doing, um, you know, product exchanges. Just make yeah. sure you have a contract. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's different ways that you can build um, influencer style relationships or leverage this type of content um, so that you have content on your channel, basically. Okay, very good advice. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Awesome. So I think let me ask you just one final question, just to make sure I get uh, all the knowledge from you. So is there, is there any anything else in terms of tips or maybe 2022 hack or something like that in the social media space that you would like to share with us today? I think the biggest thing, and I think people are really starting to clue into this because um, you know we have this we have this huge boom of e-commerce and e-commerce mm -hmm. brands, but to really stand out, um, marketing in the in sense of storytelling, brand story, mm -hmm. is what is really going to draw people in. This year, more than ever, people are looking to connect. They want to feel a part of something, and so you have to make that easy. You have to make that resonate mm -hmm. with the audience in a unique way. Um, so, you know, copying someone else's content, copying someone else's brand, mm -hmm. like throw all of that out the window, find out your unique brand identity, and then build a marketing story around that. And you'll be able to carry that across every channel that you go, whether it's your Amazon listing or your social media marketing. Awesome. Very good. Yes. So that would be everything. I mean, thank you very much for all the advice i think all the strategies all the things we touched today are going to be very helpful especially for all those getting started in the social media space i mean i see so much bad advice out there yeah hope this episode can help them get in the in the right direction right so right. let me give you an extra meter or so so you can also tell us about where people can find you i'm pretty sure a lot of people will be interested so you can help them with the social media strategy and everything that has to do with that so yeah yeah share all that with us sure so um our website is www.christinainc.com we also have a private facebook group and the private facebook group is for e-commerce sellers so you'll find amazon shopify walmart sellers anyone who's building an e-commerce brand is welcome in the group um, and i also have a public facebook page where you can um, learn some content that is also similar to what is on my instagram account which is christina inc content marketing and of course, you can email me at hello at christinainc.com. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much, Christina. So Great. looking forward to having you on the next one. Okay. Thank you Great. for being Thanks here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Bye bye. Yeah, See you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the e commerce lab by ecomc. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.